0: Hello then and welcome. Well, coming up, we'll look ahead to the weekend's Premier League action. But first, let's take a look at who's making the morning headlines today on Friday. Tottenham Hotspur, according to the Daily Mirror, are ready to bid for Dortmund's 28-year-old German forward uh, Marco Royce doesn't really look as if it's the type of deal that fits into the Tottenham way of doing things at the moment Royce will be actually 29 by the time the season starts next August has suffered a lot with injury over the last few seasons and if you look at his appearance record for Borussia Dortmund 32 appearances in the first season he was there after he signed from Borussia Mönchengladbach back in 2012-2013 and every season since He's appeared in less games and since the start of 2016-17 season up to where we are now, he's appeared in a total of just 20 games and only three appearances this season. He's been on the score sheet in two of the last three games that he's played. Uh, Against Augsburg in the one-on draw last week, and away against his former club, he got the winner against Borussia Mönchengladbach on the 18th of February. 58 goals in 128 games, no doubting his talent when it all worked. Uh, Those of you that were watching the Bundesliga coverage in the UK over the last few years on uh, BT Sport, remember. Marco Royce's fantastic deliveries and dead ball situations on the left picking out, more often than not, Lewandowski, who profited so much from the quality of his service. Still be a big surprise if Marco Royce turns up at Tottenham. Now PSG have joined in the hunt along with Real Madrid for Chelsea's 25-year-old keeper Thibaut Courtois, the Belgian international's father met the French champions for informal talks. It said this week that was written up in the London Evening Standard. And in the sun, they're saying planned contract renewal talks between Courtois and Chelsea have been put back until the summer. Uh, Liverpool are interested in signing Southampton's 24-year-old Gabon midfielder Mario Lemina. Uh, That was appearing in a story in Le Keep today. Uh, Manchester United have joined Liverpool in the pursuit of the Napoli midfielder Jorginho with Jose Mourinho willing to bid £50 million for the Italian player. That's in the star today. And back over in the Daily Mirror, Mario Balotelli's agent says the former City and Liverpool striker could be set for a summer return to Premier League on a free transfer from Nice be a brave club that takes him on. Our former Barcelona president Sir Laporta says Arsenal should appoint Thierry Henry as their next manager. That's in the Telegraph today. And Hoffenheim's boss Julian Nagelsmann is another contender to replace Wenger at Arsenal. That is according to the Daily Mail. But again, when you look at the details, Nagelsmann, remember, still only 30 years of age and he's done a decent enough job. Uh, with Hoffenheim who uh, are ninth in Bundesliga at the moment this season but uh, a massive 28 points off of Bayern Munich you would imagine that uh, possibly in a few years time when he's uh, got a few more years experience under his belt then maybe he might be a potential contender but really difficult to see uh, how he could ever really seriously be considered to take on the Arsenal role. West Ham are planning to offer a new deal to the Argentinian midfielder Manuel Lanzini to head off interest, which is growing from Liverpool according to the evening standard. And some bad news for Watford as their on loan Spanish winger Gerard Delafeu has suffered a stress fracture in his foot and is going to miss the majority of what is left of the season Uh, Great story, Marker. The expansion of Barcelona's airport not possible because plans to fly over Lionel Messi's house are not allowed. Chelsea want former midfielder Frank Lampard to join the club's coaching staff with a view to him eventually becoming the Blues' boss. That's in the sun today. Uh, Roy Hodgson, the Crystal Palace manager, saying the signing of former Liverpool goalkeeper Diego Cavalieri is almost complete. Over in the Telegraph, interesting piece, this Liverpool's new main stand earned the club an extra £12 million last year. And in The Guardian, they're saying that uh, Liverpool plan to use their strong financial position to strengthen their squad for next season. Now, match of the weekend in Premier League is at the Etihad, where Manchester City meet Chelsea. And while it's been a week where Guardiola and his team have basked in the glories of winning the League Cup and lapped up the plaudits, as praise continues to be lavished on a City team many believe to be the best team not only in Europe, but in the world at the present. All this appears to be difficult, though, for Chelsea coach Antonio Conte to take as once again he was asked at his press conference today, do Chelsea have the ambition to try and match Manchester City?
1: This is not a question for me about the ambition. and The club has to show the the ambition and not the coach. The coach has to work every day, to try to work very hard, but uh, you you show the ambition, uh, uh, the club has to show the ambition.
0: Well, with that in mind, could Conte actually see Manchester City getting even better next season?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure, because they have the possibility to uh, to spend money and to uh, to improve the quality of the the start eleven, the quality of the squad. If you remember, I always say that uh, uh, in this uh, in this league, uh, but not uh, for this league, but uh, for the other teams uh, they have to pay great attention to uh, Manchester City because uh, Manchester City is a fantastic uh, reality and uh, I repeat when there is a competence and uh, and, uh, and there are money to spend 1 plus 1 is 2 eh? it's not uh, 3, four, five.
0: Now, whilst Conte bemoans lack of squad investment, Jurgen Klopp, whose Liverpool team are at home to Newcastle in the Saturday at kick-off, kickoff, has had nothing but praise for his players today and how they've adapted to life since the departure of Philip Coutinho.
2: It's, it's, it's clear, so Philippe Coutinho was a very, very, very dominant player in our game, in a game which many that didn't. When we were not at our best, it was always a good idea to give him the ball. Maybe he has an idea a little bit not sure if that's good or not but um, the sound here um, but that was always clear that if when, when Phil um, it was always like this when Phil didn't play then um, we had to do the job differently I don't know exactly how to say it in English so to give the responsibility on different Shoulders to, to split a little bit in the in the, in the team or to spread a little bit between the players. So, um, and but we never can be sure that it will work, especially when you know that you will miss him only a day before the game or so. But now meanwhile, we are of course a few weeks ago, and um, I'm really happy about the reaction of the boys. They stepped up. It's good. Like, I never thought like this that it's in, it's here that everybody thinks if one player is missing, then the whole building is pretty much all the way halfway. Done, and um, I, d- I don't believe in things like that. But of course, we, want, we were fighting for Phil, we wanted to keep him here, so it's not a secret anymore. And um, at the end, he decided differently. and he, he, I'm happy that it worked so far um, pretty well, but to be honest, I don't think too much about it. It's, it feels like it's already a few months ago, to be honest. It's only a few weeks ago, but it feels like a few months ago, so it, it happened a lot since.
0: Uh, Pep Guardiola is a man used to winning titles early. Back in 2013-14, his Bayern Munich team had the Bundesliga title wrapped up by March 25th. So, has he got his eyes set on winning the earliest ever Premier League?
3: I was in uh, in the La Liga, I was in, in Germany here, and the, one of the big differences to the the journalists, the pundits, all the older people, is talking about the statistics. Here, the statistics always involved. And Balim is OK. It's OK, it's acceptable. OK, we won that game, now we have three, four, OK. But believe me, what that means is win the next one and win the title if it's possible and be ready to qualify for quarterfinals. And, and after the end of the season, we'll see how many wins we win. What remains is the happiness to, to feel we were the best team in England in that season. That is the best feeling by far. That, that, because the records are nice, but we'll break. So the record is always this once, next season or or in five years and ten years, one team is going to be break. Because that is what sport was in the past and always would happen in the future.
0: Tottenham can go third with a victory over Huddersfield at Wembley Stadium tomorrow. Pochettino though is not expecting an easy ride against a team that is fighting hard to survive in Premier League.
1: I think Premier League, all the uh, the games are tough and of course Huddersfield uh, is a team that is fighting for uh, survival in the Premier League and is in different position than us but always is uh, so dangerous to play and uh, for me it uh, will be tough. Of course, that um, um, for us it's so important, the three points. Uh, to be involved in the in the table or in a position to fight for the for the top four And I think it's key for us to win this Uh, The team is ready and I think the team mentality is is good. Uh, We know very well that uh, It will be a tough game and we need to be ready to fight and I'm thinking only and be focused and try to, to performance in the way that we want
0: And that's just about it for today. Don't forget, we'll be back on Monday. If you want to get in touch, you can do on Twitter at Tim Capel or indeed on Facebook at Tim Capel as well. Wherever you're watching your football, have a great weekend. We'll be back next week.